the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. Here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, here to talk gardening with you and help you out with your gardening uh, when you call us at 210-308-8867. And we're live on the porch here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, so you can come visit with us. There's lots of folks out here today. They're dressed a little warmer than they might have been. Are we cold or are we warm? Um, depends. You got mile. you got shorts got on and short, short sleeve shirt. Jerry's so got a my legs jacket really on. My legs are a little cold, shirt. but my upper body's okay. And I, now the sun's come out a little bit, so it'll warm up. A what second. sun? Hey, the sun. It's right there. It got nice and bright. Notice it brighter than and, it usually. Is. And you can see some blue sky right there. You see that? Yeah, I see that trickles a little blue. There's blue sky. Blue. Yeah. <laughs> And lots of folks been having fun. The bonsai class that we talked about was uh, Trace. I'm sure will come talk about it. But of 30 folks uh, that were in that, uh, and he looked like he was doing a great job. Everybody was paying attention and looked like they were having fun. Um, I mentioned it in the commercial, but I'll mention it now. If you want to follow all the things that are happening here at the nursery, go to MillbergerNursery.com, MillbergerNursery.com, and there you will find uh, some interesting stuff on what's happening next week. Would you like me to tell you now? No. So, okay. Well, anyway, 210-308-8867. Okay, it's We're all right. We're dying to know, man. Okay. Uh, speaking of, uh, as I get that uh, up on my screen, now, speaking of uh, that, you're going to be dying to hear, um, well, I'm just going to say, yes. we were the first. Say something. We were the first to come out and embrace horse herb. Oh, yeah. And now the whole world is coming out. Neil Sperry. Neil Sperry. Yeah. That's the whole world? Yeah. No. No, just one at a time. You know, you know it's just, again, how we set the precedent on this show. For the gardening world. Actually, there are uh, lots of gardeners that have have kind of uh, discreetly accepted it because every time you mention it or put it, when I put it in a column, they, they come out of the woodwork and say, I agree, yeah, and uh, tell us more. I think we have a question uh, for the They've crowd. been closet herb people. Yeah. I mean, closet horse. Hey. Hi. Oh. What's that's it called? Cact- that's a cactus. Cactus, yeah. <laughs> okay, can we talk about it on the air? Did you want to be on yeah, the air? That's a okay. mint. That's a mint there. Okay. We, while they're telling us, while well, they're helping that. these people. Okay, y'all help them for a second, and I'm going to tell them about the uh, Halloween celebration. Identified, identified well, they plans. have more questions. 
All right, so next Saturday, the 27th and the 28th, here at Millburgers, is the big Halloween celebration. You know that during the week, the terror train is rolling by. Uh, they've got uh, all kinds of uh, fun stuff happening with the maze and the moon bounce and the pumpkins and all that good stuff. Well, it all just it comes together in Explodes. a big... It, well, I didn't want to say that because that sounded bad. Oh. So, But it all comes together for a smorgasbord, no, a, a party, a Halloween party the next Saturday and Sunday, including Halloween treat bags, terror train will be rolling by, face painting, the balloon artist. There won't be dog doo-doo in the tr- treat bags, are they? No, why would there possibly Oh, I mean, do we have so many dogs that come to the nursery and and, uh, and the... <laughs> And they've always got people have always got doo doo diet. I just wanted to check, you know. Thank you, Calvin. Did we? Did I break up your? Uh, no, just I'm not, derailed. I'm not sure you're helping. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, but roasted corn, virgin margaritas, hot dogs, uh, provided by the folks at uh, Nature's Creation, an employee costume contest where your vote is your chance to win a $100 Millburgers gift certificate. Pumpkin painting for kids. Hey, so... Um, Boy, that's cool. Yeah. Do they have to pre-register for that? Yes. So uh, because you uh, because they're going to give you the pumpkins and the supplies, it's still free, but all we ask you to do is just reserve your space by calling 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. And just say, hey, yeah, we're going to be there. And they'll uh, you'll you'll be taken care of. So. Yeah, and that's, that's a cool activity. Oh, it's, it's great. Not, not as dangerous as the, it's the old days where we used to cut the... And um, you can be really creative, too. The kids do some wonderful work. Now, I think um, in all our years together, Laura has uh, knows me better than I know myself. So we have a little pumpkin at the house that she got as a second-place prize for winning a, uh, uh, a pumpkin-themed uh, baking contest. Mm-hmm. So I said, oh, we got to carve that up. And um, and put that on the windowsill, make a little jack-o'-lantern. And she was like, uh, no, you are not getting a knife. You are not carving up anything. You are an accident waiting to happen. So we're going to draw on this. We're going to paint it if you want to decorate it. That's a way to make them last longer. Yeah, and nobody gets hurt. It shouldn't hurt to make them. And, they're, and they're attractive, too. Yeah, so you can do anything. Yeah. So we're going to have some fun. But on Saturday, your kids are going to have fun uh, painting pumpkins here. Uh, So just it's from 10 to 11, and uh, just come on out and uh, reserve your spot and uh, by calling 497-3760. Okay. So our phone number, 210-308-8867. We want them. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, you all just came back from someplace. Oh, yeah, we did. We were at the herb market. Jerry and I were uh, manning the... Ask the expert, but with along with uh, uh, Mrs. Beck, Delphine Beck, and uh, it was fun. And then Tom Harris showed up, and Ron Sayhill showed up. Uh, really? Yeah, to take our place. But we all served together for for a while, and uh, a lot of action. Talk about dogs. Oh man. Uh. Man, I, I just... I, There's more dogs than the people out there. Yeah. <laughs> and every so those, person got two dogs. Everybody's got their service And person. they all seem to be uh, friendly. The dogs, the, I, I guess I just I expect that when the dog is not behave, does not behave, they don't bring them back or something because there were just too many opportunities. Oh, yeah. But they're all busy and getting petted and talked to. and uh, Cool. Did the dogs have questions? 
Oh, yeah, they had a lot of questions. Uh, what they ask? Well, I, I, you'll have to. Uh, they uh, smelled the behinds of the other dogs. Uh-huh. It's, hey, that's, how it, that's all they <laughs> okay. asked, yeah. I'm sorry I asked. <laughs> all right. 210 308 8867. How long does it go on today? Till at least two. Okay. So, um, all kinds of great activities happening with gardening in San Antonio. I mean, all kinds of great things happening over here at Millburgers. And again, MillburgerNursery.com, the place to go. All right, so where do we want to start? What do we well, got? What tomorrow. Do we got? Yes. Kevin, you got that little write up on. Uh, yeah, well, we got, uh, we got the, um, butterf- there's a butterfly activity at the Pearl Studio. Speaking of the Pearl's Pearl um, area, 200 East Grayson, and it's sponsored by the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas. Um, three presentations, uh, and they're actually, I don't quite understand this, but the workshop will be... Uh, will be repeat, repeated once at 10.30 to 11.30 and then once at 12.30 to 1.30 and then you uh, and then there's a parade on the butterfly release at noon <laughs> but but they're they're talking about creating your own butterfly garden using magnetic boards what does that mean that they're going to put little magnet butterflies on there that's weird magnetic boards yeah you have the same reaction that Jerry and I did. <laughs> but the whole the idea is uh, to get some more knowledge on uh, monarchs, to get more people involved in the initiatives. Uh, the city of San Antonio is involved, and in yeah. San Antonio Water System here is involved in this program along with the gardening volunteers. So, if you want to show up on at uh, on Sunday the twenty first. That's tomorrow. Yeah, from it uh, starts at ten at ten thirty is the first workshop, and it's going to be repeated <clears throat> at twelve thirty. So you only have to go to one, but there'll be a parade mm-hmm. uh, at ten a.m. So you could uh, uh, go early for that. There is a there is a ten dollar fee for the workshop, so that must pay for the the magnetic boards or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but the the deal is that uh, to learn more, get more involved in uh, butterfly gardening. And it's with GVST. Yeah. And and when is it again? What day? Next tomorrow. 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 Twenty. So we need somebody to call us and explain the magnetic boards. We have plenty of folks yeah. that listen who are with GVST. You got. If you want more information, you go to the TexasButterflyRanch.com. TexasButterflyRanch.com slash festival. All right, so call us and explain the magnetic boards at 210-308-8867. Yeah, you hate to. Uh, it's much easier if you don't have to go out there in the, the weeds and the grass and and the rain and uh, the bu- butterflies. You know, you just use magnetic butterflies. No, I, I have a feeling the boards, like, create something, like a, you're, like a little raised bed. I'm not sure. Yeah, the but the, you know, that would get boring, watching the magnetic butterfly just... Flip there, well, it's, it's one a, time. Yeah, maybe you have to be active. You have to move it. Ooh, that's good exercise. And then if you uh, instead of mowing your horse herb, you just extend the horse herb with the you know plant with the magnetic 
attachments. I think we better need to move on to another. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867, our number. We have, a, speaking of GVST, uh, they're doing a Water Saver Landscape Design School on Saturday, October 27th. That's uh, next week, today. Mm-hmm. Saturday, that's, I, I, October 27th. That's next week. That's the week after the week. Next, yeah, next yeah. Saturday. Now I'm having it, trouble. It's, uh, <laughs> it's at Fair Oaks Ranch, uh, Fair Oaks, yeah, Fair Oaks Ranch City Hall. And uh, that's on Elkhorn El- uh, Road in Fair Oaks. It's from 8.30 to 1.30. And uh, the cost is $30 an individual, $50 for two members of a household. Okay. Um, and uh, they, they'll be talking about, let's see what they got. Do you have to read? Do you have to uh, RSVP or anything, Jerry? Uh, can't see it. Because I can yeah. remember what they're going to talk about. Talk about soil. They're going to talk about plant choices, water conservation, and uh, then you get a personal, personal uh, counseling session. Um, so that, that that's kind of cool. That's always an attraction. Plus three handouts uh, in color with lots of plant choices and lots of information. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's well worth the effort, especially if you're new, kind of new to the area. That's right. Or new, new out in that Fair Oaks area. It says enhance your plant knowledge, identify plants for your specific condition. And successfully pair plants to achieve your ideal design with tools and resources designed for South Texas. Apply principles used by the experts and be able to navigate the nursery and shop for plants like a pro. Woo! With experts in everything from irrigation to plant selection, your planting area can be, be water-saving and thrive at the same time. So go to gardeningvolunteers.org? Right. Okay. And, and look under the uh, Landscape Design School. That's next, Saturday. next Saturday, so make your decision. Yeah. And uh, go, to, go to the website, look over it, make a decision, and, get, and pre-register for that. Jerry's on the line at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Hi, Jerry. What's going on? How can we help you today? Uh, we have a pear tree. It's a keeper pear tree, and it's about eight years old. And that thing is too tall, and we couldn't get the pears off the top. Can we cut that thing back when it goes dormant? We usually don't recommend cutting yeah. back a pear tree. Yeah, you, and you, the results are not what you expect. Um, yeah, you you get all you get a weird shapes. You get a poten- you have more potential for the blight? Black spot. I mean, and, no. Uh, yeah, fire yeah, blight. We, fire had blight. To use, we had to use a tractor with a bucket, and I had to stand in the bucket, and he lifted me up where uh-huh. I could reach the pears, and I couldn't even well, get it. Well, um, you, if you, if you do your pruning, 
you won't you probably won't have that problem because you won't get much of a yield okay that's so that's, just, that's that's the that's the issue with the and yeah, so just, it's, it's, well, it's a uh, yeah just kind of hold your breath and thank be thankful that you're getting a yield because we had somebody call last weekend that has a kefir or the weekend before had a kefir and it's the production's really been erratic and and so yours is working the way it should yeah um, we haven't had any like last year we didn't have any but this year it, we have a tremendous amount that's plenty now if you do you could do some thinning cuts but you got to be really careful i guess you know what thinning cuts are no uh, if you go to plantanswers.com jerry's there's some articles there that d- describe how to prune but the thinning cuts are basically you'd, you 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 start at the offending branch that would be the tallest branch follow it to its origin cut it and then you do that with the next offending branch. That way you get a size reduction, and uh, you don't you don't change the chemistry or the shape of the tree. Now the problem is that works great with a lot of things. It doesn't work as great with pear trees. They're they're pretty independent. Yeah, well, just well, where do you where do you are you in the city limits or are you outside? Outside. Shoot them off. <laughs> Get your I don't know anybody who's that good a shot. <laughs> uh, they're big pears. And just shoot them off at the stem. Yeah, right, because that stem is fairly long and fairly thick. Yeah, the pears there you are go. huge. They're, yeah, they're just really nice this year. They're very hard, but... Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah, I used to. I used to have to do the, put the pickup, pickup real close, and sand on the back for, and then on the, on the, hood. I mean, on the roof. Yeah. To, to, to reach them. So it's, yeah, you're right. Your, your dilemma is not. You're not alone in that. We don't recommend you do that anymore, Cal. No. Cabin. No. Yeah. No. no please. That's why he could have lifted me higher in that tractor bucket. But I didn't feel like I wanted to go that high, so uh-huh. I just left up. Okay. Kind of so makes you, kind of makes you think you're at the tractor driver's mercy, aren't you? <laughs> and I can just hear him now. Well, I don't know. She just fell off into that pear tree. Uh, <laughs> that's that's my story. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, Take care. Thank you, guys. Good luck. Bye bye. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, 866-308-8867. How much rain have we had as of last Wednesday here in October? How many? How far are we ahead uh, for the year? Uh, Al's got that information, and he's uh, sent it over to me. We'll tell you that right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. As I've mentioned before, there's always something fun happening at Millburgers, and you can go to millburgernursery.com to learn all about the great classes and activities, like next Saturday the 27th and next Sunday the 28th at Millburgers. It's the big Halloween celebration. We'll start off with a pumpkin painting class for kids. It's a free class for kids ages 5 through 10 with pumpkin painting, and it's always very popular. So all we ask you to do, because there's supplies that we're going to give the kids is go ahead and call and make your reservations at 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. There's also going to be roasted corn and virgin margaritas, face painting and a balloon artist, Halloween treat bags, the maze, and much, much more, including an employee costume contest where you help us select and award the most creative costume, and your vote will get you a chance to win a $100 gift certificate from Millburgers. That's all coming up. Go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more. Do you know how many dentists I have to choose from in Los Angeles? This is Dennis Prager, and the answer is it doesn't matter because my dentist is Dr. Stan Shelton right here in San Antonio. That's the truth. What do I like about visiting Dr. Shelton? Everything, including talking to him about the issues of the day. I love the guy, and he's a great dentist. So let me recommend without hesitation my dentist, Dr. Stan Shelton. You'll find him online at drshelton.com. That's drshelton.com or 210-590-7878. My name is Judge Scott Roberts, and I'm running for re-election as judge of county court at law number 12. My court is a criminal misdemeanor court, and I am asking for your vote. Since I was elected eight years ago, I've presided over 100 criminal jury trials, disposed of over 20,000 cases, and reduced the court backlog by over 1,000 cases. I have collected over $4 million in fines, fees, and court costs, including over $300,000 in victim restitution payments. I've doubled the size of the mental health court. Judge Scott Roberts has been married for 30 two years and is a man of faith, family, and freedom. I'm Judge Scott Roberts, and I'm asking for your vote. Vote for Judge Scott Roberts, County Court at Law Number 12, endorsed by the San Antonio Police Officers Association and the Bear County Probation Officers Association. Paid for by Scott Roberts for Judge Campaign, Dr. Jim Legler, Treasurer. Building a strong community takes each one of us, and Project One can connect you to organizations and companies that are doing just that. Listen this weekend to Project One for the way San Antonio organizations are changing lives and transforming our community. Join us this week on Project One as we highlight Athena Dean Holtz from Always Faithful and Redemption Press this Saturday night at 9. Sponsored by Documation and SACLF. One person, one hour, one life changed. Project One. Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, <laughs> 9.30 a.m. The answer, Jerry's eyes just got really big with that, Al. You'd be happy you, what you accomplished. All right, 210-308-8867. Before we go back to the phone lines, I want to tell you about Spider-Man Pest Control. Since 1976, Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control has been helping both commercial and residential uh, folks keep their homes and businesses uh, pest-free. And that could mean roaches. It could mean flies. It could mean mosquitoes. Um, it could mean um, uh, spiders and ants and uh, termites. rodents and termites. 
termites, absolutely. Uh, so if you've got a problem and you want uh, really the expert in San Antonio, and just go read the reviews on Spider-Man, and you will see the folks absolutely love him. Everyone that I've talked to that uses Spider-Man absolutely loves him, and, and he's the last pest control guy you'll get uh, because he does a great job. You'll find him online at GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com. There you'll see all the stuff he does from pest and termite services, lawn fertilization, wildlife management, the new Into, into Care mosquito trapping system, and it's all at GoSpiderManPest.com. And you can call him right now to learn more about that Into Care mosquito trapping system at 210-656-3721. So if it's bugging you right now, uh, let Spider-Man help you get rid of it. 210-656-3721. Ray is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey there, Ray. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hey, guys. Um, um, I, I know you all uh, heard about the, those uh, extra large, I want to call them grub worms, or about the size of your thumb or a little bit larger. Um, right. And I, I've always heard that those things were beneficial, that they, they only eat organic material and break down organic material. Is that is that true? You've heard you've heard correctly. Well, I'm here to tell you that ain't correct, not, at least not the ones that are in my yard. Um, what, are they, have, what are they eating? They're, they're eating the roots of uh, Yopon holly, um, and they actually killed one bush completely. And when I when I pulled the bush up out of the out of the ground, which is you know it's got compost over the top. I mean uh, mulch over the top. Uh, all the rest of them are doing real well. When I pulled that one up, that died very slowly. It, it died away. I mean you could tell that the roots had been nibbled on. And when I pulled it up, uh, up come about five or six of those those grub worms. I mean, you talk about a horror story for Halloween when you see those things, you know, pop out of the ground when you pull a bush out. That was a little bit scary. And so then I, I, I uh, took some granules and sprinkled them all around. Uh, I think I think I've got five miniature, uh, the dwarf Yopon hollies. I sprinkled some granules down. And that was like over a week ago. And do you know those things are still dying? They're, they're, and, and I'm not exaggerating, at least 20. I've seen at least 20 come to the top surface and die. And, um, and they, they're continuing to do so. So today I actually got some neem oil um, and, and I kind of did a soil drench around there uh, just to kind of boost those uh, granules that, that I put down. But uh, those things definitely were what was eating away at the roots. And, and my other, my other Yopon hollies, you could tell they, they, they just, they were, how can I say, they weren't doing as well as they should have been because I've been taking such good care of them. And, you know, they, they just weren't growing very fast at all. And then when that one died, I got really suspicious. And I said, well, I might as well pull the darn thing out and replace it with another one. Um, so I, I, th- these these grub worms over here are hungry for just anything. I, I'm I'm thinking because it's not just how, uh, organic. How, how old is the yopon holly? Um, they how were planted. Plant? Yeah, they were planted like in November um, uh, of last year. What was the granules you put down? Um, I'd have to go look at the bag, but. 
uh, can't remember the name of it. I've actually got them in a, in a five-gallon bucket, but um, they were granules that I actually got from someone who does pest control. And, and years ago, I mean, when I was at a, at a different address, and I still had a few of those granules left over, and so I put them in a little shaker bottle and, you know, just sprinkled them real lightly on top of that uh, mulch and kind of sprinkled a little bit of water in, and I'll be darned, the next day I saw uh, four or five up on top of the ground, you know, slowly dying away, and it has continued. They're, they're, you know, they're still crawling out of the ground. You know, the first reaction is that the... That the rhinoceros, if they are rhinoceros beetle grubs, they're there because the compost is there, and they're they're digesting it because they just don't uh, they don't consume uh, live roots. They uh, do do the uh, compost material or di- or decomposing organic material. Um, if if they were and there's no other grubs there. Uh, no, other, no other grubs. No. Just how big? How long. big are these? How big are these grubs? Are they big as your thumb? They're, yeah, they're as big as my thumb. Um, some of them, when they're stretched out, they're a little bit longer than my thumb. Uh, you know, when they're trying to crawl, when they're stretched out, when they're curled up, I'd say they're probably the size of a of a, of a normal average mm-hmm. thumb. Um, but, but you could tell when I pulled that yopon holly up where they had been nibbling away at the roots. And, and when I pulled the plant up, I mean, it came up so easily. There, there was like, there was no roots down there. And when you looked at it, you could tell that a lot of the root system had already been eaten away. And so or rotted? Was, huh? So is uh, any chance it rotted away? No, because I've got four others uh, right next to, to this one. And so if you know, they should they should have all shown that same kind of stress if it was too much rain. And and that's what I initially thought. I, that's what I initially thought. So yeah. that's when I decided yeah. to pull it up and take a look. But you could see where the nibbling was happening on the roots. So they were actually chewing away at the roots. Hmm. Because the, the, they were a different <clears throat> color. There were little sections, uh, you know, little millimeter sections on the root system in different places all around the roots where... I want to say the outer covering on the roots was actually chewed away. Yeah, so I just maybe this is just a, a, not the rhinoceros uh, variety. Maybe there's some other variety that that eats everything. I don't know. Well, you know, the you wouldn't expect even the regular grubs to uh, be feeding on those uh, roots at that point. Uh, how close are you to the uh, AgriLife Extension? Where where are you? Uh, I'm in Converse. Converse, okay. Yeah, because there's a um, Molly Keck, who's a uh, in, insect expert over there. She's she's really good at it. She could ha- she could uh, kind of go through that discussion that you had, and uh, but yeah, I would really. I don't think I've ever heard or there's any research that indicates that the rhinoceros beetle grubs eat live roots. Right. Um, then I, I guess you could uh, kill them if you had a strong enough drench. Yeah, but, no, I'm, I, that's what I'm doing. I, you know, they're slowly dying away. I mean, they're actually coming to the surface uh, and dying on the surface. And so. Yeah, co- collect those. Collect those as a. As you find them. 
Okay. But I'm I'm just wondering if it's not that's not a regular drug grub that has matured. You know, they're getting ready to change into. Well, no, they're not. They've already done that. Yeah, they're but long. The re- regular grubs oh, should be small at this time of the year. Yeah, yeah and they're, they're, they've quit. Not, but they're, they're so they've large. Quit. I mean, they've quit. Uh, <laughs> you know, we don't we don't treat regular grubs this time of the year because they've quit feeding generally, and they don't they don't respond to the normal grub treatments. Um, yeah, it'd be it'd be cur- it'd be curious if we could get. Uh, um, I don't know, photos or if you uh, really wanted to, let's see, Converse, hmm. you might you might want to, uh, you really wanted the answer to that. Uh, I, I think it would be great if uh, you called the AgriLife Extension on uh, during the week sometime when you're going that direction, see if Molly Keck's there. Maybe you could show Molly. Now the the neem oil, I don't think is going to do anything. No. Okay. No, that that well, if, that shouldn't. If, if that, that wouldn't work, do, then, do anything. If that doesn't work, then the the granules should continue to do exactly what they've been doing. Um, <clears throat> so I, you know, I thought, man, by now it's been more than a week. It's been about a week and a half. I, I figured, you know, by now they should all be dead, but they they're continuing to come up. There, now there's a sidewalk there. Um, you know, where I've got the uh, uh, Yopon Dwarf, Yopon Hollies planted, and then as a boundary along the outside, there's the steel edging that, to hold, you know, the soil in, because it's kind of on a slope. Um, and you got so it on the, the down the downhill side of the slope? Yeah, yeah, it's on the downhill side, so so there's good drainage. Is it, it's not holding water, is it? No, it's not, no. Uh, not soggy. Fact, no, uh, and in fact, when we put the edging in, we made sure there was plenty of cracks so that the water would drain out. And with all this rain that we've had, I've been keeping an eye on it, and there's no water accumulation whatsoever. Hmm. Um, hey, Ray, tell us what you find out. Do a little. Yeah. Uh, thanks. So, so the other the other question that that I well, had was about fertilizing the the yard. Uh, I, I know last week you said, hey, it's it's time to fertilize the yard, but you know, with all this rain. I mean, really, it's, uh, to me, it seems like a waste of time because a lot of it's going to get washed away because it's not going to soak into the ground because the ground is so saturated. So what would you That's consider not, as the last time? Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't think your logic is... No? Okay. No. I, th- I think the, the problem we have in some soils, it might leach, but generally in our soil, it doesn't leach. And if if the physically the water was moving, running off your yard, then you could lose some of those granules. But I, I don't think you'll, it'll be wasted. Uh, okay. Yeah. Thanks, well, Ray. What would you What would you consider yeah. as the last date of this? Would it be this month? Um, well, we kind of we we would generally say this month, uh, but it depends on how, what happens on the weather. Sometimes we extend that. Be, because there's still an opportunity, you, okay. you know. You want your if they can get the fertilizer and use it, use the nutrients uh, fast enough, then then it'll uh, it's worthwhile to fertilize even later. Thank you, Ray. 
You take all care. Right, thank you. You're all right. That's what you find out. 210-308-8867. We've got the Boy Scouts here. We've uh, mentioned each week there's a different, I guess, a different troop here uh, that's selling uh, popcorn. Uh, you guys uh, are here. You've been here working uh, since I've been here. Are you uh, guys Boy Scouts or Cub Scouts? Cub Scouts, I'm sorry. Uh, well, introduce yourselves, and you'll be on the air and tell folks what you're doing. My name is Brady. My name is Peter, and we're here for Pack 501. Pack 501. Yeah, and what? Well, we're here, we're here at 4 p.m. Okay, and what are you what are you doing here? We're selling popcorn. Okay, and why? Why are you selling the popcorn? We're selling popcorn to raise money for our school and to go camping. Cool. So how long have you been in 501? Um, since first grade. So about a couple years? Mm-hmm. Tell us what's great about 501. Um, so you had a lot of fun? Uh-huh. You had to go to camping? Mm-hmm. Where have you been camping? We get to go fishing. Oh, wow. So lots of fun activities? <laughs> um, we get to go to the fire department. Uh huh. Um. Uh oh, he's ready we now. We got to sleep at Moody Moody Gardens. You got to sleep at Moody Gardens. Camping. Camping. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's a nice place. So you're here from till four o'clock. Mm-hmm. All right. What do you have a recommendation? Uh, what What's your favorite popcorn that you sell? Cheese Lover Collection. We've heard a lot of good things about the Cheese Lover Collection. Pretty good. Have you tried it? You're shaking your head yes? Not yet. But Not yet, but you're going to? Okay. And uh, what about the caramel? We heard the caramel is practically addictive. What? We heard the caramel corn is really good. Mm-hmm. It is? Okay. we got a head shake on that one. Okay. So, guys, thank you so much for coming up. Thanks for waiting. Anything you want to say to add to that? Thank you. You bet. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Millburgers. All right. Appreciate it. You, you bet. Me. Thanks. All right. 210-308-8867. Great job, guys. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. All right. Ed's on the line, and uh, he's got a, a quick, uh, oh, we got a, we must be having grub issues. we got a couple things. What's going on, Ed? Uh, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks. Uh, I wanted to comment on those grubs. Uh, if those grub worms were only as big as that guy's thumb, they might have just been ordinary grub worms. That, that's what I was digging at. That, that's what I was trying to Yeah, there's, I think there's four or five answers to, uh, you know, different answers than the one he, he drew his conclusions on. I, I just don't. I well, don't think uh, all these years we've ever seen rhinoceros beetle grubs eat. Well, I, I, I can't even imagine them eating dwarf yopan. I don't never heard of that. Me either. Well, I've had uh, I've had those grubs in my compost pile for oh, I'd say every year for twenty or twenty-five years, and uh, sometimes if I have a lot of them. I'll take them out of the compost pile and actually put them in my potted plants. And all they do is dig and dig and dig and aerate the whole thing. But I've never lost a plant, not even one. And I put them in althias and uh, mountain laurels and, uh, I mean, just about, you know, every kind of plant. You know, uh, 
Coral honeysuckle, um, uh, queen, uh, queen's crown, figs, I mean, all kinds of stuff. And I've never had any damage whatsoever from any of them. But mine aren't thumb size. The ones I get out of my compost pile, when they're, you know, grown, they're, you know, probably uh, seven-eighths of an inch in diameter and three-and-a-half inches long. I mean, I don't know right, if that would yeah. like that. Yeah, that's, that's what I was asking him about, uh, with the thumbs up. I, I think that those are just uh, mature, regular grubs. Well, it, yeah, and I and I, I doubt if, of course, he, he, he sees see so many of them. I mean, that's unusual, but uh, I still think that there's something, you know, the soil and that blocking the drainage and things like that. There are a whole bunch of things to explore. Hey, did you have a question about plumbago real quick? Yeah, well, deer eat plumbago? In a heartbeat. Oh. Okay. That was easy. All right, well. What is it? That's a plumbago. Bad. What about it? Will the deer eat it? Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> we, had a, we had a question. We questioned whether they would or not. But uh, most neighborhoods, they seem to. Yeah. And I, I planted it out in my daughter's house. In Fair Oaks, and they ate it to the ground. Uh, okay. Well, that tells me what I need to know about that. Uh, if you got time, let me uh, tell you what my experience is with it. You were talking about wasps last week. And uh, generally speaking, we have three main types of wasps here. The yellow jackets, which are small and yellow and black. Uh, we have a red wasp. It's all red with black wings. And then we have a bigger wasp, or a slightly bigger wasp, that's red with black wings and, and a black abdomen. And in that order is the order of aggression. The yellow jackets are the meanest and next to the red. And then the, the uh, ones with the black abdomens are really uh, sort of uh, docile. And, but we also have a, a, a yellow and black hornet. We, I mean, we, we have some hornets that are all black, and then we have some that are yellow and black. And to the untrained eye, people might think those are yellow jackets, but uh, they make a completely different lifestyle and uh, live in holes and crevices and uh, in between boards and stuff like that, whereas the yellow jacket uh, wasp is just strictly a paper wasp that makes the nest like all the rest of them. Thanks, sir. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I don't get close enough to, to, yeah. to tell the difference. <laughs> Thanks, Ed. Hey, we do have to take a break, so Lonnie, hang on the line. You're up next on Millburgers Gardening South Texas, our number 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And when we come back, we'll tell you about something else that's happening next Saturday here at Millburgers, a way that you can help uh, your fellow South Texans. Right after this on 930 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. As I've mentioned before, there's always something fun happening at Millburgers, and you can go to millburgernursery.com to learn all about the great classes and activities, like next Saturday the 27th and next Sunday the 28th at Millburgers. It's the big Halloween celebration. We'll start off with a pumpkin painting class for kids. It's a free class for kids ages 5 through 10 with pumpkin painting, and it's always very popular. So all we ask you to do, because there's a 
supplies that we're going to give the kids is go ahead and call and make your reservations at 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. There's also going to be roasted corn and virgin margaritas, face painting and a balloon artist, Halloween treat bags, the maze, and much, much more, including an employee costume contest where you help us select and award the most creative costume, and your vote will get you a chance to win a $100 gift certificate from Millburgers. That's all coming up. Go to millburgernursery.com to learn more. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The answer. This is Dr. Sebastian Gorka. President Obama's eight years of leading from behind left the world in flames. From Russia's invasion of Ukraine to North Korea's missile tests and a growing ISIS caliphate. Under President Trump, American leadership is being restored. But that does not mean our enemies have disappeared. That's why I wrote my new book, Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies. As a former deputy assistant to President Trump for strategy, I explained the threats posed by enemies like Russia, China, and the global jihadi movement. We must know our enemies and have the will to defeat them. In my book, Why We Fight, we take off the political correctness blinders of the Obama years and learn how we can vanquish our enemies without mortal combat. Sebastian Gorka's new book, Why We Fight, Defeating America's Enemies with No Apologies, is available now from Amazon and Barnes & Noble. Your life is an important one. Here at 9.30 a.m., The Answer, we're interested in hearing about how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our station and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities, challenges, and desire for personal growth. And every day is our wish that what you hear positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source for much-needed information, or we may provide you with a perspective about the news that is truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly, and we would love for you to tell us about it. Here's what we want you to do. Record a video message on a camera or a mobile device and share your story with us. And for simply sharing your impact story with us, you will automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of an Apple iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil. You have until October 23rd to share your story, so do it today. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's 930amtheanswer.com, keyword story. 930 930- AM The Answer thanks you for supporting our great sponsors, and some have incredible offers right now in the marketplace, including Surveillance Solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art Surveillance Solutions security package that includes a 4K high-def color camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com.
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. All that Halloween music, uh, themed music, uh, brought to you by Al back at the station, working hard to make uh, keep that theme going. Uh, Lonnie's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Lonnie. What's going on? How can we help you today? Good afternoon. I'm Milton, doctors. Um, we have a Bermuda um, lawn. What's, what's that? Oh, uh, we have yeah. a Bermuda lawn which was put in by the, the builder, uh, and it's never looked very good, and it's uh, been loaded with uh, all kinds of weeds. Um, but and, and, and that was the reason why back in early September I put in some uh, uh, weed suppressant, a tree merchant herbicide containing dimension, and uh, I probably used more than I should have. Uh, but I, uh, the lawn is effectively dead. It just, it, it, there's just really no subsidies amounts of green there other than perhaps some weeds. Uh, did I do damage by, by maybe perhaps putting too much of the uh, weed suppressant? How, how much too much? Well, I uh, I bought a mm, let's see what was it a, was it a forty pound bag I'm right. not sure I, uh, it may be less than forty but uh, thirty let's say and and uh, put it on the front the back and the sides of the house but the, the front is the only area that appears to be dying. Okay, t- tell me about this. You said it was Zoysia grass. No, it's, no, it's Bermuda. Bermuda. Oh, it's Bermuda. Yes. Uh, did you did you let it get tall after during the rain? No, this was in uh, early early September, very early, before the rains even materialized. Really. Huh. And the the back the back looks the back and side look okay. fine. It's weed filled as well. Is it is it uh, shade or sun in the front? All sun. All sun. Yes, sir. Huh. And 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 it was just dimension. Was there anything else in that mix? Is it just dimension? Well, that's what they highlighted on the bag. I don't know. It was uh, pre-merger yeah. herbicide. I think the brand name is. Mm, I'm not sure. High yield, maybe with dimension. Right. Yeah, 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 that's that's uh, good. Good product. Um, I don't think you put too much. Yeah, it's hard. Okay. Yeah, it'd be hard to do. And it sounds like you you got a lot of mileage out of the bag. Maybe you put a little too much, but that doesn't seem to usually no, be a problem. That's not excessive. Did okay. uh, I'm, I'm one to have every weed that God created in my yard? Uh, when are we supposed to see any effects in in the spring? Well, dimension is a is a pre-emergent herbicide. Yes. So yes, you you in. you should see effects on winter weeds. You're probably already seeing well, the. In effects. that case, I, I I must have put it in too late. Because For some. I mean, like I said, I have every weed known to God and mankind. I guess. Have you got Have you got th- things like horse herb? That's a perennial that. What is that? Uh, you got that little yellow flower? Oh, 
I know is, is uh, I have every kind. That, some that seem to have roots that are very uh, deep, and uh, some that, that are more like on the surface, and I can just kind of, they're more like runners, and I can just pull them out. Uh, hmm. There's all kinds. Well, tell, tell us again how long the lawn's been in. Three no. years. That's the age of the house, and that's the age of the weeds, and, or years. the grass, rather. Oh. Did it, how did it how did it fare through that uh, hot spell uh, for uh, summer? Well, we had, had uh, early, I uh, say early, uh, maybe April of, of this year, um, we had uh, a lawn service that we thought we were going to have for a long time. Um, and they 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 put um, what's it called? It they they uh, they aerated and uh, put put in uh, 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 topping. I don't know what you is that kind of yeah. I don't know what it's called. But and and it really the lawn looked fairly good until uh, the latter part of summer. And uh, then I then I noticed that the lawn was dying in the front. Hmm. How often do you mow? Uh, as soon as weather permits, and whenever my wife uh, says I can't tolerate it any longer. Well, that that could be a problem too because uh, the you need to mow Bermuda grass every week. Every, every week. week? Every week to the ten days, no longer than ten days, and at relatively low level. Yeah, at a low level. Don't Is that so about, you... about uh, an, an inch high? Yeah, uh, inch, uh, inch, uh, inch and a half is two inches high. Inch and a half, two inches high. Just, but, but what happens is if you let it get taller than that, mm-hmm. let's say two inches, three inches. Uh, two and a half, something like that, and then go back in there and cut it at an inch and a half. It looked like you killed it. Yeah, no, you, you've got uh, some it, some stems, but no leaves. Yeah, it turned brown. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think if, if you've done that a couple of times in a row, that's probably why the weeds took over. I I think I would. Um, just go ahead and, and continue, you know, mowing this winter okay. and uh, keep the weeds in control. You, you might only have to mow them every two, week, two weeks or something. <laughs> okay. but, but mow low, and I can't help but think that you're going to have some uh, Bermuda grass come back. Yeah, especially after all this rain. Yeah. Because well. it, if it's, uh, it, you know, most of us are talking about controlling Bermuda grass in our gardens and things, so it wants to grow, and it's really capable of growing in our conditions. But just, just kind of, there's nothing, there's nothing really you can do now. You could resod if you wanted to, but uh, you know, it's just probably the best. The best. What thing about to do just is, uh, putting out more Bermuda seed in the spring? Well, it'd have to be like May first. You could, but by then you will know. What your Bermuda grass lawn is going to do too? Do you, yeah, do you, you said you don't know what kind of Bermuda it is, do you? No, sir, I do not. Okay, but, but it was sod. They laid sod, right? Yes, correct. And it looked good for a while. 
That, well, I'm saying, I don't really. Well, when the house was being built, and I came by, and I seem to remember seeing saw, but it, 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 maybe not. I just don't remember. Yeah, uh -huh. if it was thick, but that yeah, that that this is a good strategy is just keep it mowing this winter, and then you you can fall back on that the seeding thing if yeah. if you don't if you don't see the. The Bermuda grass uh, come back, okay. but the key the key is to keep those keep the weeds from taking over, and it'll look halfway halfway neat uh, during the winter time too. Yeah, every every week to ten days. Okay, week and, to ten days. All right. Do I, do I need to talk to your wife about this? <laughs> uh, no, talk to the man upstairs about the rain. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thanks, hey, let us let us know too uh, what you decide uh, and how it turns out. Okay. Hey, we'll do. Thank you much. Bye. Right. Bye. 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 Can Can you give us? Uh, we're going to go to the news, but I want to give you enough time to talk about the bonsai stuff. So can you hang on a sec? Okay. Uh, when we come back from the break in just a, a minute or so, do you want to talk about the GVST thing before we uh, – oh, I know what I need to tell folks, too. Uh, but after the news, we're going to tell you a little bit about the bonsai class and talk about bonsai gardening. Uh, and I forgot your name. I'm sorry. Alfred Lopez is going to be up here with us on the porch. He'll tell us a little bit about how everything went. In the meantime, I want to tell you what I've forgotten to tell you, which is besides all the uh, the fun Halloween stuff, uh, you can come on out next Saturday and uh, do some fun for your South Texas neighbors and some good by donating blood. We've got the blood drive. Uh, you can see the count. And he'll do, be doing, taking your blood. How appropriate uh, for Halloween. Uh-huh. 10 to 1.30 here at Millburgers. Make sure it's the official blood station. Uh-huh, yeah. And not, not just some blood collector. That's uh, correct, yeah. We, we'll be careful. We okay. made that mistake last year. We'll be fine. $10 gift certificate from Millburgers uh, for everybody willing to donate blood. And, of course, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has nice uh, gifts for you, too, as a thank you uh, just for donating blood. So uh, you can learn more about that at millburgernursery.com. Again, that's millburgernursery.com. The Halloween event is uh, going on at the same time for uh, the face painting. We have the balloon artist the pumpkin painting, and much, much more. So you want to come on out and be uh, a part of that, too. Go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more about that as well. There's food and fun, all kinds of great activities. <coughs> if you want to be a part of the... Uh, the face, uh, the pumpkin painting for kids class, which is also next Saturday, uh, call 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760. Going to take a break and come back in just a moment. Alfred Lopez will talk to us about bonsai right after this. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. And uh, you give us a call. Be a part of the show at 210-308-8867. Well, if you were part of uh, the uh, bonsai class here at Millburgers, you met Alfred. uh, But you also, uh, if you were just walking by, you saw about 30 folks uh, sitting there and... uh, we're listening to everything Alfred said. I saw they were they were captivated, and uh, then you actually did, did a you project. have them tied up, Alfred? <laughs> Just about, <laughs> but they they enjoyed the class. It's always fun to do oh, these gosh, what yeah. I call bunzai 101 yeah. classes yeah. because there's everybody thinks oh there's a particular type of bonsai tree, so that's the first myth I had to break, and then letting them know that no bonsai is an art form that you can do with almost any type of tree just uh, dependent on the leaf size. Can't do a southern magnolia, but you sure can do a lot of the Asian flowering magnolias. Oh, and, wow. And um, when I started training, uh, my bonsai master and I, we became pretty well known for uh, being the Texas nativist specialist. So well, that's kind of cool. We love running out on people's property in the hill country, taking down two-story trees down to big enough for a bonsai purpose and reworking them. Huh. Oh, wow. How, so a two-story tree, what's the smallest that becomes? That becomes uh, what's known as an imperial class bonsai. So it's large enough that it can require two to four men to pick up the pot and all to carry it. Okay. But uh, we're also known for running around, especially in pastures where cows and goats have been nibbling on everything and whittling them down to size. So they're they're natural bonsai artists. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're just about. They get you started. And then we run out there, and we dig up uh, Texas persimmon, um, junipers. Texas, uh, The native juniper, the ash juniper, is extremely difficult to collect. But if you can get one going, they make fantastic bonsai, Hmm. as well as uh, Mexican buckeye, um, sage, all sorts of plants in our native backyard because people always come. We do national conventions and whatnot, and a lot of people come to Texas, and they're like, oh, you're not burnt over and cactus. It's like, no. (laughs) We've got cedar elm makes fantastic bonsai. So there's lots of native material here in our own backyards that we can turn into bonsai that, guess what? They like our weather, and you don't have to stress with them. That's very cool. They, Okay, so where um, you were going over, when I had walked by, you were going over kind of places to start. Where do you recommend? So obviously they can come to a class like this, uh, right. but how does someone start who, if, if they're interested in, in learning how to do this? Books. Okay, that's where you, what you're talking about. We're talking about the books. Run to your bookstores. Run to as I call it, bonsai on a budget, because it can get to be an expensive hobby. Run to Half Price Books and and check out their garden section, and you'll find lots of good information bonsai books that will give you the basic information on how to do bonsai, but inspire you by seeing the different pictures, the different styles, and give you ideas of what you're looking at when you're winding the shape of bonsai. Is there a couple that you can, I'm putting you on the spot here, that you could name that, okay, these are like, if you got to... Start maybe start with one of these three, or is there? Oh yeah, um, the bonsai. Any book by a gentleman from England by the name of Peter Adams. Okay. Peter Adams. I, I was telling this class. He's a British gentleman who is a trained professional artist, who then got hooked on bonsai, and he started. He's done some of the best technical books on showing you bonsai skills and crafts 
Um, there's another prolific writer uh, out of Hong Kong, but now lives in England as well, Peter Chan does excellent bonsai books as well. Um, but I like Peter Adams because he breaks his books down because there's, as I said, there's no specific bonsai. So there's books on, Peter's done books on bonsai maples. He's done books on fruiting and flowering bonsai. He's done books on deciduous and coniferous bonsai. So he breaks it down to the different styles necessary and the care necessary for each type of species. Very cool. All right. So, uh, and uh, I, I'm looking at Peter's books here on Amazon.com, or you can go to Barnes and Noble and, and find them. I'm sure right. that's a good place to start. Then what? Now, or the used bookstore. Yeah, you yep. mentioned used, half price. Half price books. books. Great yeah. place. Yeah. Bonsai on a budget. Okay. The other uh, thing I can suggest is join your local club. Okay. San Antonio. I've, I've been a member since the late '80s. Uh, San Antonio Bonsai Society is another source where you can join the club or come to a meeting, sit through a couple of meetings, decide if you want to join, become a member. They meet every third Thursday of the month at uh, Lions Club on Broadway. Okay. Is that where you have uh, done business with Sandy and Didier? Or? Uh, Sandy, uh, Sherry, Sherry. Sherry, I'm Sherry. sorry. I met Sherry when she had her nursery uh, in La Vita, Yeah. Uh-huh. And she and I became friends. Cool. Uh, we both knew my bonsai teacher, uh, Sam Gonzalez, who has long retired and moved on to living in the, the greater Las Vegas area. So he's, he's growing cactus now. Mm. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, uh, sadly, a lot of the... He's probably moaning and groaning about you, thinking that that's all there is out there is cactus, you know. <laughs> well, they're happy uh, to be out of the allergy zone. Oh. So they're, they're happy to be in the, the deserts of, of uh, Nevada. Am I on yep. the right website? San Antonio Bonsai Society. San Antonio Bonsai Society. Oh, San Antonio Bonsai uh, <laughs> org is the, uh, the website to go to if you want to learn more. And there's a resource. There's the newsletter. The newsletter. And, and all kinds of stuff. The 2020 convention, is that, where is that going to be? Is that? 2020, I believe that's oh. what we're hosting with, uh, oh. we usually co-host with Austin for 2020. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Very cool. We're all, uh, the San Antonio Bonsai Society is part of the Lone Star Bonsai Federation. So that's all the big clubs, uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, Austin, Houston, Corpus Christi, San Antonio, and we all take turns annually hosting the conventions. Now, do you do this professionally or as no, a, this, this you're is, a hobbyist? This is strictly as a hobby. Okay. And, uh, it, it became, I've, I've worked predominantly in academics, so I would come out of a heavy registration session, go to the bonsai nursery, and my therapy was working on uh-huh. many, many trees. <laughs> and I, I sort of get that, that feeling that, that people who do this really love it, and it becomes much more than a hobby. It really is therapy. It is. It's therapy. It's so relaxing. But as I was telling the class, this is not an overnight hobby. Uh, many of my trees, are they're never finished. I no. uh, Some trees, I've been working on them. Oh, gosh, going on 20 years. I had one very, very old tree that sadly was stolen. Uh, but I, I still have other trees that... Uh, I revere and I love constantly playing with them. They, they become my kids, so they're, they're another form of pet. Uh, so what advice do you give? So someone maybe hearing this is going to go get the book. Maybe they were at the class today and they're now interested in it. They were a novice. What advice do you give novices? To A, um, bonsai is not a house plant. Okay. Uh, so it's, it's not an ivy because uh, I've done many, many uh, 
shows and, and, and sales and whatnot, and people walk up to the table and they say, oh, I had one of those that died. And it's like, ah, did you have one of these? And it's the juniper. Yeah, say, yeah that's what I had, the, the pine-looking one. And I put it on my coffee table, and it was dead in four or five weeks. And it's like, exactly, because bonsai are meant to be outdoor trees. Uh, in our season, they want to be outdoors year-round, winter, spring, summer, fall. Uh, the only time you would ever consider bringing in a bonsai is if you're going to have a hard freeze. Mm. Not that the tree can't take it. It can it's the fact that it's in a shallow plastic or ceramic pot, and the pot will freeze and freeze your roots. Yeah. So you bring it in at night, in the morning when you're heading off to work, toss it back outside. It wants that air exposure. And how forgiving do you have to be to yourself when you first begin? Is the expectation that I'm going to create something that looks just like something in Mr. Adams' book? or You've got to be very forgiving because okay. those take time and and patience and um some bonsai artists they never speak of their losses i do it's like yeah you're gonna kill one or two but okay. then you're gonna get the hang of it uh you know don't give up the don't run out and spend a couple thousand dollars on a bonsai and try to maintain it get something on the cheap learn how to maintain it learn how to care for your bonsai and once you're successful with that one it's kind of like popcorn. You can't just have one. You've got to have one. You'll have a juniper. Then the next thing you know, it, I want something deciduous. Then the next thing you know, it, I want something that flowers. Yeah, the and flower that's you, was that's pretty. That's how you get hooked. Very cool. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. And uh, is there a place that people can see your stuff? You don't have a... You'll have it online with pictures. Uh, you might know you wouldn't necessarily. I mean, yeah. Sherry would because she's yeah. got professionally. Right, right. But, yeah, but No, as a hobbyist, I, I, okay. I don't, Okay, cool. Well, Alfred, thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. And it's great job on the class. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Alfred. 210-308-8867. And uh, we're hoping, and we're not going to spoil this, but we're hoping to interview Alfred again about another class soon. So uh, we'll, we'll see what, if that comes up. 210-308-8867. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, where John is on the line. Hi, John. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Doing well, sir. Thank you. Appreciate you taking my call. Sure. Thanks for I, waiting. I live, yes, sir. I live uh, in Wilson County, uh, right there on the corner of uh, the edge of Bear County by Lavernia, and I live in the Sand Hills. I recently had a pool put in, and you know the, the contractors basically destroyed any of the yard that I had was permitted at the time, but it wasn't very good. Um, I'm reinstalling my sprinkler system, but I'm I'm really struggling at what grass to put in next around the pool. Um, it's a, between three and five hundred square feet. Uh, yeah, I've looked at sod. I thought four ten for a while. I kind of had made a decision on that, and then talked to a couple grass farms, and they recommended doisa. Uh, I just I don't I don't know what the right thing to do. It's been I've been struggling with it for a while, and it's it's kind of go time now. So I'd, I'd love your thoughts. Okay, say, say again. It's a, you're on the sandy soil, and it's around a pool edge, 500 yes, square sir. feet. Yes, sir. And uh, is it is it sun or shade? Did you say? Okay, so it'll be full sun around the pool, and then it goes out to because I, I cut down some of the older trees, um, and I would, it, it would go out to some partial shade. But I'm mostly worried about getting around the pool nice first. Yeah. Well, does. Zoysia would be okay if you if you enrich the soil with compost of some kind. Of, yeah, because it's it's uh, in the short term. Is there, it's, one, 
Well, um, yeah, there's there's two easy ones to use. Use. Uh, see if Jerry can help me remember their uh, one. The one you pronounce differently than I do. Um, Soysia grasses with the the thicker blades. <laughs> what were the what, one of them we've got here? Um, it'll come to us. I'm going to talk about the, not the FJ Select? The no, that's San Augustine grass. Oh, oh, oh. We're looking, we're talking oh, about sorry. zoysia grass. The Jamar? Jam, yeah, Jammer. <laughs> J-A-M-U-R. Yeah, if you'll just pronounce it wrong, he'll get the right name. <laughs> that's the, that's, that's one of them that's good. And then there's, there's one other that looks almost exactly the same. And in fact, we've, Jerry and I through the years used it in tests and they both per, perform very well. A little easier to mow than some of the others. But not the key, emerald. Huh? You're not thinking of emerald. No, not emerald. Definitely not emerald. And you're not thinking of... Uh, not Meyer. Not Meyer. Empire is another one I heard. Yeah, Meyer is one I had. I liked it. I had emerald and Meyer, but the, the, the one, the jammer, and there's one other one that are, seem to be much easier to to uh, take care of but uh, yeah I'd be uh, in the sand I'd be a little nervous about um, that, uh, if um, I get, Bermuda would be the easiest and uh, if you put anything anything that you put down uh, you need some more you need some more organic material and you'd also need to, to give it a lot of attention you know mowing the mowing on a regular basis, weekly, at the right height, the fertilization, aeration. Well, aeration more for uh, organic, for top dressing penetration than for for uh, the compaction. But that that would be zoysia would be a good choice if you were willing to do that. I think you, you, you would other, recommend. Or- you would recommend Bermuda over Zoysia in the, in the, in the sand dunes? Um, I, I, think, I think Bermuda would be easier, but I think Zoysia would be more, Zoysia is more attractive in that situation, and, um, but it would take a little more, a little, you'd have to be a little more careful about it, and you, right. you, you probably have to water it, uh, you know, on a regular basis, not very deep, but you'd water it uh, on a regular, on a pretty regular basis. Yeah, it's just such a darn hard decision to make. I mean, it's it's one of those ones you, you you're going to put some money into it, but you want to maintain it. But it's like I don't I don't want to I don't want to put a couple grand into it and make the wrong mistake. I feel like I have to change it later on. So it's, yeah, have you got have you got any any friends? In that area that have nice, have lawns that look the way you want yours to look, and you can check with them and see what they. Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, I don't, I, I'm new to the area. Uh, I lived there about a year and a half. It's we're all, we're all on acreage, so not a lot of people take care of the yard when they got acreage. So I was really looking at making my backyard, you know, a normal sized backyard around the pool and letting the rest of it become weedified because you just you can't you can't keep up two and a half acres of grass of any sort. Yeah. Two and a half acres, of, yeah. a pasture, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I was going to put some sort of a coastal out there, 
they, they ruined all that. They, they just try to make something nice around the pool. So when the kids get out of the pool, they're not, you know, standing on the sandberg grass and things like that. That's why I kind of thought toys are because it would have a, you know, it's got a stronger that that that, that, that is a boat a boat for Zoysia. It's a lot less likely to have uh, uh, sandburrs, even though because the Zoysia is much thicker than the Bermuda grass. If if yeah. it's got some organic material and if it, if you can water it, you know. Yeah, yeah you no, gotta. I, you, I, you gotta I, th- I think that's. There, I think that's what I would do is uh, visit with. Uh, just kind of cruise around, look for some. Nice lawns, and then uh, figure out, even just ask them how they, what they do to take care of it. Yeah, and you might call over and talk to the uh, landscaping people here at Millburgers and see what what is the most common grass used around swimming pools in this area. They do a lot of landscaping for swimming pools. In Williston so. County in the sand. In well, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I drive by. I drive by your nursery quite often, so I'll, I'll just stop in sometime and talk to you. Yeah, them. cool. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. They got professionals that, that do that for, you know, by, by the hundreds. So, yeah. uh, follow their advice. Okay. Hey, good right. luck. Thanks, sir. sir. Thank you. I need it. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free outside of San Antonio, 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. As I've mentioned before, there's always something fun happening at Millburgers. You can go to millburgernursery.com to learn all about the great classes and activities. Like next Saturday the 27th and next Sunday the 28th at Millburgers, it's the big Halloween celebration. We'll start off with a pumpkin painting class for kids. It's a free class for kids ages 5 through 10 with pumpkin painting, and it's always very popular. So all we ask you to do, because there's supplies that we're going to give the kids is go ahead and call and make your reservations at 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. There's also going to be roasted corn and virgin margaritas, face painting and a balloon artist, Halloween treat bags, the maze, and much, much more, including an employee costume contest where you help us select and award the most creative costume, and your vote will get you a chance to win a $100 gift certificate from Millburgers. That's all coming up. Go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more. Take a moment and rate your lifestyle on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 is a life that's nothing like the life you were promised after getting good grades, a college degree, and a good job in corporate America. 10 is the life of your dreams. If you answered anything less than a 10, tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Vote for Judge Walden Shelton, County Court at Law Number 9. Tough on crime, hardworking, a conservative who has proven he can reduce the backlog of cases and lower court operating expenses. Judge Shelton, endorsed by the San Antonio Police Department, Firefighters, and Probation Officers Association. The difference in County Court at Law Number 9, Judge Walden Shelton. This is Judge Walden Shelton asking for your vote. 
Political ad paid for by the Walden Shelton for Judge campaign. Your life is an important one. Here at 9.30 a.m., The Answer, we're interested in hearing about how this station is making a direct and positive impact on your life. Each day, our station and hosts enter your busy world of responsibilities, challenges, and desire for personal growth. And every day is our wish that what you hear positively affects you and your family. We may be your main source for much-needed information, or we may provide you with a perspective about the news that is truthful and timely. Maybe it's giving you unique insights at just the right time. These interactions happen regularly and we would love for you to tell us about it. Here's what we want you to do. Record a video message on a camera or a mobile device and share your story with us. And for simply sharing your impact story with us, you will automatically be eligible to win a grand prize of an Apple iPad Pro and an Apple Pencil. You have until October 23rd to share your story, so do it today. Visit 930amtheanswer.com and use the keyword story for all the details, contest rules, and to submit your video. That's 930amtheanswer.com, keyword story. 930 30 a.m. The Answer thanks you for supporting our great sponsors. And some have incredible offers right now in the marketplace, including Surveillance Solutions. Your home or business can get a state-of-the-art Surveillance Solutions security package that includes a 4K high-def collar camera, 8-channel 4K network video recorder, monitors, installation, and more. Valued at $9,000 right now for only $5,000. Exclusively on the Marketplace page at 930amtheanswer.com. Our world is in a state of unrest. What will happen next? How will it affect me? Can I make a difference? Who can we turn to for answers? Well, that's simple. Turn to us. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. So Alexa is making everyone's life easier. Now you can ask her to turn on your lights or play your favorite radio station. And, of course, that's 9.30 a.m., The Answer. We've got the answers you need every day through Alexa or at 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Got Trace up on the porch. We're going to talk about the plant of the weekend in just a moment and what's going on here uh, next weekend. Uh, we'll talk about the blood drive, the, the kids' uh, stuff, the Halloween uh, costume contest. But first, uh, we're going to see if they'll help us out with some questions. we got Scott on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Scott. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Very good. Thank you very much. Hey, I got uh, I got weeds in my grass. A couple months ago, before all the rain, I had I had grass with a few weeds. Now I've got what seems like weeds with a little bit of grass. What kind of grass is it? Uh, it is Bermuda. We had a call earlier on Bermuda with grass in it. Is it too is it too so, late to spray with that? Uh, MSMA substitute. I uh, you know you could you could do that well sort of late. It's a sixty to ninety degree window, yeah, so yeah. we need the weather to warm up just a tad, but uh, it should still be okay. Yeah, we we got a used to we'd, we'd say spray MSMA on Bermuda and that take care of all the weeds uh, and and not damage the Bermuda, but they've got a new product now that's supposed to be. Uh, a substitute for MSMA, and it's called. Uh, I'm going blank. Uh, weed out 
Weed with out. Crabgrass killer. Weed out. Weed out for. With crabgrass killer. With crabgrass killer. Awesome. Uh, you want to also? Good. I think you want to also keep up your mowing because uh, you you mow low on your uh, Bermuda grass and it it prospers more in the weed than the weeds do in that situation. But I don't know. I would you do. would you spray first? Chris? I, I think I would uh, mow it down, put a pre-emergent out, wait for the foliage to come back out on the weeds, and uh, then spray. Okay, so that's a good, a pretty good plan there. So you got okay, you got pre-emergent. A, yeah, but yeah you do, do your do mowing. You do your do your mowing first, so that your pre-emergent can get down and, and make a barrier, and then and then when the the weeds come back up because the weeds that have already germinated are going to be back up, and then that—that's when you use that product that Trace was talking about. It's—it's it's weed okay. out with crabgrass killer by who? By uh, Fertilone. 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 Thank you very much. You bet. Thanks, Scott. Hey, All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Tom is on the line. Hey there, Tom. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing great today. Hey, listen, I've got two questions. One, um, I've got a a, a red oak that I planted in the front yard uh, probably about three years ago. I'm going to guess it's 8 to 10 feet tall. More of a bush, I think, almost than a tree. I mean, it's it's one trunk coming out, but it's you know it's got branches low to the ground and whatnot. The trunk's about probably three to four inches in diameter. So I went out there earlier in the week and uh, noticed that the tree was laying down. So Whoa. the it looks like it. I mean, so I stood it up, put a T post in, and tied it up, and you know it. It looked like one root about the size of maybe a, your index finger may have snapped. Um, but I guess my question is, I mean, the tree was laying on the side or, you know, on the branches and whatnot. And is it even, is there any chance it's going to survive or should I just dig it up and replace it? It's two years old. I think it's only it's, five feet tall or six feet no, tall. No, no, it's, uh, it's eight, eight, eight three, feet three tall. Three to four years, three to four years, probably eight to ten feet tall. I th- I think I think it will live. Yeah, I, I think if it had happened in the middle of the summer, you'd be Tougher, hard pressed. Yeah. But uh, weather's cooled off. Uh, the tree's going to go dormant here real soon anyway. So I think I think you're going to be okay. Just make sure it stays staked. Yeah, that's... for the next six months to two years. Because so there's a whole bunch. I saw a whole bunch of stuff knocked over by the wind. Even, yeah. even the vegetable gardens and things. Yeah. Well, and that's you know this is one of those I hate to make the time investment and in letting it continue to grow if I thought it was going to die down the road, you know, another year, well, you know, six months you, from now or something like that. You're going to so. you're going to know in March or <laughs> April if everything is good. If it if it okay. starts to leaf back out next year, no problems. Okay. Then you good may deal. you may want to do a serious pruning job. Just yeah, to, just, just to re- to get some shape shape out of it. You hate to cut any foliage off the next spring, but uh, seems, well, when seems would like I when would I do that pruning? Wait until well, it goes dormant, uh, or should I? I, no, I wouldn't do any pruning. No, not this, not this uh, season. Sometime after, maybe, maybe, maybe a year from spring. That's probably the best time. 
I, I was okay. wor- a little worried about uh, a real full top and no root system. But if you got staked, yeah. I guess it'll make it. Yeah, I've got a big cheese stake, and there were some bungee cords around it loosely so that it'll just hold it in place at this point. Good. Okay. Um, all right, my next question. I, I, I'm over by Fort Sam, kind of across from the cemetery, and I've got a big pecan tree in my backyard. And the pecans are dropping right now, which seem awfully early to me, but I, you know, I've never really kept track of it on a calendar. So that's one of my questions. Is it early? And then the, the pecans that are dropping, it seemed like a fair number of them are um, rotting, molding and whatnot inside. And the ones that are meaty and edible, that look edible, taste a little bit. They aren't quite sweet, I guess, or con-tasting. I mean, there is a taste to them, a con-taste to them, but they're almost like they're too green. So I was wondering if this, these are just early and the trees just, you know, maybe the weather knocked them off prematurely or when I should expect the cons. Or I was talking to uh, I was talking to Dr. Larry Stein, who's uh, uh, the state horticulturist, and uh, he's a pecan grower too, uh, outside of uh, uh, Medina, Medina in Medina Valley, and uh, he said, because he was very upset and is very upset about all this wet weather, because some of the pecans. Are dropping, and uh, my favorite one called desirable is is the one that's dropping. <laughs> and he 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 said, well, what, you know, once they lay on the ground in uh, that much moisture, uh, they're going to rot. So uh, he's very concerned about some of the early varieties dropping pecans. So. The short answer to that is no. There's some varieties that drop their Pawnee the drops in September, and yeah, mine have even dropped a lot of leaves. Yeah, yeah, right. They're going, they're going dormant. And uh, Doctor Stein said the natives, have, some of the natives have dropped. Too. Yeah, that's. A, the, the yeah, this is an old. So I, an old I think you're. Uh, I yeah. think you may have some dropping early, but you have some that are just. This is a strange, with all that hot weather, dry weather, and then suddenly the rain and the wind. Yeah. It's just unpredictable. So you're about, you're okay. about on schedule for this year. Okay. Well, you know, I haven't I hadn't picked the cons up until earlier in the week, last week, and then I, and so there's no telling how long some of them sat there, and it may be that that's what caused the, yeah. some of the rotting. Or it could have, could have been uh, some type of disease or... or uh, shuck, shuck disease. They call them to be black like that, but it's a small yeah, percentage. Don't. Right. Well, there's still a lot of them in the tree, and I'm thinking I'll just be more vigilant about picking them up before they as they fall instead of letting them sit there for two or three weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the way to do. Yeah. Now the the uh, off taste or the uh, taste of the, the you know they haven't got that good pecan flavor to them. Is because yep. they're still green. So when you when you harvest them, put them somewhere in the if the sun ever shines again or anywhere, put them somewhere that they can dry. So the, the, they will kind. Of, I don't. I hate to say ripen, but well, they kind of the flavor will kind of yes. Come with will them it, will it, yes, the flavor will be enhanced. 
Put them on a okay. picnic table so that it'll be convenient for the squirrels. There you go. Well, no, yeah, yeah I was gonna, you know, I got a pellet gun. I'm just thinking that may be... Good uh, man. That, that could be bait for the squirrels. You're right. There you yeah, go. Good idea. <laughs> And, right. and and if they if you if you miss a few and they get to eat some of the pecans, that'll make the meat meat flavor more nutty. Maybe try, yeah, give that try nutty flavor. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Tom. Good deal. All right. Thank All you. right. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Well, as you heard, Trace is up on the porch with us. There's a lot going on today. That's a great day. Yeah, it sure is. So we just finished up the bonsai class. Coach Alfred was up here uh, talking to us. I think I, you had said about 30 people? It was uh, one shy. Okay. Uh, it worked out quite well. Very good. And then next weekend, man, oh, man. We have a, a full schedule of events. Um, all right, so the train goes from uh, 11 to 3, both Saturday and Sunday, this Saturday, Sunday, and next Saturday, Sunday. Uh, next week we're going to have hot dogs, chips, and drinks, sponsored by Nature's Creation from mm-hmm. 11 to 3. The pumpkin patch is open all the time. Uh, petting Zoo, Saturday and oh, Sunday, right. 11 to 3. That's, that's what I'm waiting for. Yeah. And I'm, I'm assuming my wife will even show up for this one. Cool. Uh, balloon Artists from 11 to 3. Face Painting from 11 to 3. Um, so Saturday is the Face Painting, Balloon Artists on Sunday. Then we have the Employee Costume Contest, both days. Okay. So, uh, so we're, we're, we're all working on dethroning Roger because he normally... Wins this contest. Yeah, I told Roger that there were people gunning for him. He didn't even flinch. He was so, like, "Yeah, whatever." So we normally get prizes, but the customers get to vote, and they actually pick the number one uh, presenter of costumes. Right. But one lucky customer who votes is going to be uh, getting a hundred dollar gift certificate from mm-hmm. No Burgers. Uh, let's see what else we got. We got Virgin Marjorie, Mar- Marjorie's Margaritas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we got the Moon Bounce. Now that's actually up the entire time we're open, all the way through Halloween. Oh, good. Uh, what am I missing? Um, uh, roasted corn. Roasted corn. Yeah. The fate. The pumpkin painting. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if that's full or not, but pumpkin oh, okay. painting for kids, um, five Vir- to ten years old. Virgin Margaritas. Did you say that? I did. I couldn't. I couldn't get the word out right, but I. I tried. And so, um, wasn't there hot drive. dogs or something? There is hot dogs, yeah, hot dogs and chips. So there will be a blood drive uh-huh. uh, on Thank that you. same day. And uh, so, being Halloween weekend, uh, we know you have it in you. So uh, come on and leave. <laughs> come on and leave some here for uh, for some future kids to be able to dress up as vampires because you might can save their life. Yep, and uh, Millburgers will thank you with a nice treat. They'll give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. And the South Texas Blood and Tissue always has, Center always has nice uh, thank you gifts. That starts at 10, goes to 130. Yep. yep. Uh, some people go ahead and they go on the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center website and uh, just reserve their spot. It's not a bad idea. So uh, you can kind of make an appointment, if you will, uh, and then you just show up and tell them you have an appointment. Uh, so that's all at millburgernursery.com where they can learn more about that. Yep. And then are we ready? I think so. Then it must be time for Plant of, of the, the Weekend. weekend. 
So I picked this plant for Milton and myself uh-huh. uh, against That's probably. Pretty. Yeah, it oh, sure he likes is. it. That's it's good. It's a beautiful I color. Didn't, I didn't think he was going to like it. Oh, well, so, the color is wrong. But. <laughs> pur- purple coneflower is a, an Aggie cutter, so somebody had to develop a UT orange coneflower. Yes. Oh. So yeah. this one's specific name is Sombrero Adobe. Okay. It is very but pretty. But we're going to call it the UT <laughs> coneflower. Oh. <laughs> So when uh, I thought you, you wanted to sell some of these, uh, I do. Nobody's going to buy a UT. Well, they, sure they will. Sure they will. Colored flower. Probably fifty percent of our listeners yeah. will be interested in this one. That's scary. I do have some of the purple cone flower okay, available too, but this one is in full bloom and ready to set next to the TV to help cheer the horns. That's on. right. Now well, that'll, that'll come back next year, right? That's it, a perennial. Yes, sir. It's and I think perennial. that's your uh, seventh ranked top. Uh, it, uh, yes, plant, isn't that, it? It is. Yeah. They, they, they work really well, those. The longhorns are ranked the, seven. The root, oh, ba- Jerry's the trying root to understand and joke. coneflowers look, work really well in uh, large containers, too. That is a nice orange, though. It, I, I just don't think of the burnt orange University of Texas when I look at that beautiful orange. Uh-oh. Nice. So I, I do. It's beautiful orange. I don't That's know. That's the first thing yeah, I thought yeah, of. I don't know. Well, maybe Calvin just doesn't see. Maybe he's colorblind. Maybe so. Um, the um, So now, is this one of the items? It is. It's included okay. It is. It's a regular six ninety nine perennial, so it is on sale for... Four eighteen. Uh, yeah. So it's a great bargain. They've. Uh, is that? Is that our number? That's our number right there. So yeah. What would you guess? Forty ish. Okay. And a few Aggies. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we need to mix them together for those families that uh, that have both. The split houses. Yeah. Uh-huh, the split houses, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so if you want one, uh, come to Millburgers and get one. Uh, you can check them out online. Uh, and then uh, if you can't come today but want to come tomorrow or Monday, uh, you can call ahead at 497-3760, and they'll put one aside for you. Just tell them, hey, I want to come get one of those great longhorn coneflowers. Yep. So and, remember uh, the name when you Google it is Sombrero Adobe. Okay. Let me Google it and just make sure it's up there. Uh, if you just do coneflower, you're going to see the, just the uh, just the Aggie color. I'm looking. Uh, cool. And... Purple coneflowers and egg. Is that it's more just, Stephen F. Austin, isn't it? Yeah. Purple? That's uh, close enough to be Aggie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm looking. Ah! All right. So that's, that's uh, let's see. Oh, there are some. And then, oh, let me look in the, uh, the images part of Google. Yeah, and see what we come up with. Oh, there man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Go there and take a look. Um, it's it's awfully pretty. It really is. It's gorgeous. Uh, there's uh, you mean the, the, the purple one? No, 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 the orange one. Oh, the orange is there. Yeah, too? absolutely, it is. Yeah, see, look at all that. And that's a oh uh, yeah, that's a good butterfly plant. Oh, it is. And uh, the birds like it. The lesser goldfinches and all the seed eaters like it too. So and as Jerry mentioned, it's a wonderful perennial. So uh, they would freeze down and come back out and and rebloom every year for you. Now, Not just during football season. What's our stock of last week's plant of the weekend? I don't mean to um, to go retro on you, but I'm trying to remember what last one was. That was the Cassandra, I think. Uh, uh, is that right? I think they're gone. Oh no! I'll, I'll go check that out. Okay, that's okay. But I was going to tell people. So we, we brought ours in when it, you know, 
because I got it home and I remembered the instructions, and then it dropped to 40 degrees. I was unhappy. No, no, I brought it in. Okay, then it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. And I was, <laughs> it's blooming, and my wife's like falling in love with it. She said, "Oh, it's so cute." So uh, yeah, it's a it's a nice uh, it's a pretty flower. It also has orange uh, blooms, uh, and it's very pretty. So we're going to try to put it in a sunny window. Sound like a good plan? Sure, but when the weather's nice, it could be outside. Okay. Very cool. It's getting a little cool and windy. Hey, you know, another nice plant, the uh, fall asters here are blooming. You can, oh, yeah, look at that. You can, I mean, you you won't have the the eight-foot circle of bloom this year, but you can get a, you can get a few of those and uh, kind of identify your, your spot where you're going to have the big one be. And uh, just put one or two, and then ne- next year let it uh, grow and fill in that spot. But the, it's re- really attractive, uh, even in a one-gallon container here. So check, check that out, too. All right. All right. Anything else, Trace? Uh, no. I think, cool. that, I think we've covered just about uh, right. everything. If you, uh, you want to head out, we're going to have lots of fun next weekend. Yeah. And uh, we want everybody out there to participate with us because we're going to have fun. Yeah, it is a lot of fun on Halloween. And it's going to be Saturday. And Saturday Sunday. And Sunday. And Sunday. And the weather's supposed to be nice. Mm-hmm. Don't jinx it. I'm scared to say anything about the weather. But, yes, it is supposed to be nice. <laughs> Two weeks from now? No, oh. next week. I mean, next week? Next Saturday and one Sunday. One week yeah. from now? I'm scared to say anything good about it. Yeah. But, yeah, look it up. It's supposed to be very nice. Uh, like like perfect. Like sunny and 70. Yeah. So, yeah. Have we got time to discuss my plant of the week that I love so much? You got time? Uh, sure. Okay. The amaryllis. Oh, yeah. That's a cool oh, one. Oh, yeah. I like those. They've got those, those imported huge amaryllis bulbs in. There's some doubles in there. Did you look at them? No. Oh, There's some I doubles. I just saw this. I think uh, there, there was a double red over there. It was very Ex- impressive. Exotic uh, collection of quality cultivars imported from Israel. They were producing an amazing display of color in on 16 to 20 inch stalks with five with six plus blooms. Ideal for forcing for the holidays and gift giving. 28 centimeters. Specimen size bulbs. They're big, big bulbs. They are big bulbs. And big bulbs mean what? Big, blooms. big blooms. And uh, only seven dollars a piece. Now, if you want, to, if you want to make your own Christmas gifts, if you got an older person in the shut-in person type of person, and you want to want your grandkids or something to make them a. a personalized uh, Christmas gift. This is almost a bulletproof Christmas gift. And and you get them now and, and uh, pot them up. You, you don't even have to use... You can just put them in gravel and water, right? I, I've seen that, but if you want to plant it in the ground later, I'd do it in soil. Oh, okay. Yeah, if they're, if they're from Minnesota or Wisconsin, make sure you put a label down. And this is this is not a rutabaga. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're that big. The, uh, do you all have pots in there? Or we, some we, of them in pots. Well, we, we have two different versions. We have the one that's on sale, or listed in the ad at six ninety nine, And then we have a gift set where it comes with pots a pot and, and a soil and a bulb. Okay. See, so you can you decide whether you want to. 
do it yourself or what, but what I'm saying is, I don't even think you need to use copious amounts of Osmocote on this. Well, they store everything they're going to need for at least the one, the one show. So. Absolutely. And people will get a kick out. My, my mother used to enjoy just seeing a stalk uh, because, of t- like I said, a stalk 16 you, to 20 inches. Do you inches. think you could just set that bulb on some Osmocote and it would work? Ooh. I'm telling what would happen. It was it was so it was so sad because Jerry got two gifts out of one. He just let his mother see the stock, and then he gave it to somebody else when the flower where the flower came. But they and they got different colors, I guess. Yep, different colors because my mother always loved red, and so I would have to get her a red one. But uh, I, I love these for Christmas gifts. Now, on that note, we did get a lot of the other bulbs in. So, uh, oh, did you? I, I think we, I'm not sure we talked about We got garlic in. Oh, really? Yeah. Elephant got, garlic? Uh, three different types of garlic. Big, the big uh, yeah. cloves. Uh, let's see, what else did we get? We got the, the iris flags. The Ooh. bearded iris. Uh, we got paper whites for other types of forcing. Uh, hyacinths I saw in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is also another great forcing plant. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm sure I'm skipping a few daffodils, uh, I think a few tulips. You need to write an article about that, Cal. I think I've got an article. Yeah, we've, we've written some in the past, but yeah. it's not a bad idea. Talk to all the bulbs. It's a great thing, you know, six to eight weeks from the time you plant them up. You ought to have some blooms or uh, or fragrance or both. Or, or the stalk. Yep. You know, at least before Christmas. Six kind to eight of, weeks. Is that that's Kind of a mini gardening activity, too. It is. It is. Yeah, so for kids and, and for uh, people that and are in a nursing I don't, home. I don't, think you can, I don't think you can mess it up. I used to take the hyacinths and put them in a wine glass with marbles. That's, yeah, so that's right. The roots there you grow, go. And it was, uh, it was that's a pretty cool situation. And they're beautiful when they bloom. And fragrant. Oh, cool. Okay. When it's cold outside and you got the, something spring-like blooming in there. Then if it's somebody you don't like, you can give them the paper whites with the, the uh, smell. And then you can you can replant the bulb and yeah, plant them outside. Yeah, plant they, them outside, and they'll be uh, they'll naturalize and be there forever and ever. Absolutely, and they uh, come back every year. See, I got a good plan of them. Deer do not eat them. Trace had a good plan for them. And deer won't eat them. Paper whites. Oh, there you go. Mm. All, All right. right. What could Thanks. be what could be bad about that? I didn't say anything was bad. No. I, I know, but I'm just asking you. Nothing. I think Emerald's They won't rot, rot in the in the water. Yeah, I think it's great. Because okay. you just put the bottom in. Okay. You know what they're, happens, they're though? to the choir at this point. People, <laughs> people outsmart themselves a little bit. I mean, they, they, can't, they don't believe that it can be that simple. Yeah. Uh, so they do. I mean, they get more elaborate. Or they just say, oh. Surely that won't work, and then they don't do anything. Yeah, it, it, I mean, you do see a bulb sitting, like he was talking about, bulb sitting on top of gravel or marbles like we used to do, and uh, with, the, with the roots in the, in the water. And you don't have to fertilize them. You don't have to do anything except keep the water uh, okay. in you the roots. You just refill. You, you don't have to change the no, water or anything. No. Keep it full. All righty. With on that note, we're Milton, all... you haven't tried that yet. I have right? not tried that yet. You need to try that. I, I kind of like the idea. I liked your wine glass thing. I thought that'd be kind of neat. 
All right, so we're going to take a break and come back. We'll have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Maybe we'll answer your question. If you call us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of the show right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road. As I've mentioned before, there's always something fun happening at Millburgers. You can go to millburgernursery.com to learn all about the great classes and activities. Like next Saturday the 27th and next Sunday the 28th at Millburgers, it's the big Halloween celebration. We'll start off with a pumpkin painting class for kids. It's a free class for kids ages 5 through 10 with pumpkin painting, and it's always very popular. So all we ask you to do, because their supplies that we're going to give the kids is go ahead and call and make your reservations at 210-497-3760. 210-497-3760. There's also going to be roasted corn and virgin margaritas, face painting and a balloon artist, Halloween treat bags, the maze, and much, much more, including an employee costume contest where you help us select and award the most creative costume, and your vote will get you a chance to win a $100 gift certificate from Mill. Burgers. That's all coming up. Go to MillburgerNursery.com to learn more. Investment advisory services offered through Pax Financial Group. What if you knew in advance the money decisions you'd have to face this year and next? And better yet, how to make the right choices? Well, I've got just the book for you. After years of experience and a deep passion to inspire others, my friend Daryl Lyons has authored his third book, 18 to 80, A Simple and Practical Guide to Money and Retirement for All Ages. It's endorsed by Dave Ramsey. If you want to know more, get 18 to 80 at Amazon.com or PaxFinancialGroup.com, and it's available right now. This is Bobby Stotzenberger, president of the Texas Sports Radio Network. Listen to high school football each Friday night, presented by John Wayne Service Company, right here on 930 AM, The Answer. Sponsored by The Wash Tub, Sports Medicine Associates, North Park Lexus, Cross Bank, Mission Open Air Market, Quarter Moon Plumbing, and by Stephen Reese Farmers Insurance. High school football presented by John Wayne Service Company, right here on 930 AM, The Answer. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. Senator Elizabeth Warren wants to affirm her Native American identity and to collect a million dollars in the process. President Trump, in a rally, promised to pay that much if DNA tests should prove that she's an Indian. She cites tests indicating her genetic Indian ancestry is as much as 1 in 64 or as little as 1 in 1,024. No, no recognized tribe in America would accept a single great-great-great-great-grandfather as proof. Worst of all, Warren's insistence on the one-drop-of-blood standard is inherently racist. What does DNA mean without history of cultural affinity or communal participation? President Trump should no longer use the nickname Pocahontas, the designation Faux-Cahontas is far more appropriate. That's Faux as in phony. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. This is Lance Hoppus. Join me this Sunday evening from 8 to 10 for The God, Family, and Country Show. This show is a call for all Christians to live as God commanded. A call for a recommitment to your family to pray together and live a Christian life. A call to action in defense of our country, our Constitution, the amendments, and Bill of Rights, which we were given 
from God. Join me and the revival every Sunday evening from 8 to 10 on 930 AM. The answer. Building a strong community takes each one of us, and Project One can connect you to organizations and companies that are doing just that. Listen this weekend to Project One for the way San Antonio organizations are changing lives and transforming our community. Join us this week on Project One as we highlight Athena Dean Holtz from Always Faithful and Redemption Press this Saturday night at 9, sponsored by Documation and SACLF. One person, one hour, one life changed. Project One. To Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Wow. All right. 210 308 8867. I thought Jerry got sick. I didn't know what was happening. 210 308 8867. That was your diabolical laugh. There you go. All right. 210 308 8867. Let's, uh, well, we got a break. Do you want to go over some of the classes and stuff that we talked about earlier? Well, that, yeah, that's right. There's a tom- tomorrow. If you're interested in uh, the Monarch Butterfly effort, mm-hmm. there's a, we talked about a lot of initiatives, and one of those is the plant planting for monarch butterflies and other pollinators, and that's on October 21st, which is tomorrow, at the Pearl Studio on 200 East Grayson, and there's a. Uh, Three three day monarch butterfly festival, but the, what we're most interested in are the one hour workshops uh, tomorrow. One of one of them's at ten thirty, and then one of another second one is at uh, twelve thirty. So ten thirty to eleven thirty, twelve thirty, one thirty, and the uh, fee is ten dollars. And they'll work on uh, there'll be uh, lectures by. Uh, uh, Charles Bartlett and Albert Del Rio, who are well-known uh, uh, master gardeners, and they'll they'll give the presentation. Then they'll then everybody on the class will work on a, a, a gardening plan for butterflies using magnetic boards. We're not exactly sure what that is, but you can check out the go to the uh, uh, TexasButterflyRanch.com and uh, or go to the gardening volunteers. Dot org and you'll find out uh, more on that information. So uh, plan on that tomorrow. 10.30 is the first one, and 12.30 is the second class. All right, and you had something. Did you want to talk about the uh, Landscape Design School next week, next Saturday? You don't? Uh, while he's thinking about that, uh-huh. let's just remind everybody again that the, <laughs> the master gardeners in the various counties are recruiting for their new classes, and uh, we think most of them are uh, going to start in January. One we know for sure is the Guadalupe County Master Gardeners, and that's going to be on uh, Tuesday nights, the training, uh, January 15th to May 14th, 545 to 845. So that's one if you've got a job, you can still get the training if you get it selected because you do have to make a commitment to use the knowledge you gain uh, uh, through volunteer service. But if you want more information, uh, go to call 479-790-2933. 
and that, that's Kay McAlbin. She's the class coordinator. And you can also go to the the uh, gardening, I mean, the Guadalupe County Master Gardeners.org, which is their website, and there'll be more information. But check out Comal County Master Gardeners and uh, Gonzalez County Master Gardeners and the Bear County Master Gardeners, too, because I think all of them will be planning classes to start uh, pretty near the fir- first of the year. We haven't mentioned Calvin's great article in today's paper. Uh, so if you if you still have your paper, uh, check it out. October time to feed and watch birds. And Calvin goes into talking about uh, feeding the birds and uh, having bird baths and everything else. You know, my bird bath hadn't been empty and... <laughs> that made it kind of in, in a week or so. Our weather has made a liar out of us. Yeah, hasn't it, I know it. Jerry and I always insisted that don't worry about mosquitoes because the water will be splashed out or evaporated by the end of every day. Not, not for the last yeah, days. Yeah. Especially when it rains a half an inch every day, you know. So. <laughs> but anyway, he's got now one thing I, I worry about. He, he talks about dwarfing the squirrels are. Or keeping the squirrels away, he says use safflower safflower seed. Have you done that? I've got I feed safflower seed, and they don't seem interested in it. Have you noticed a change in the meat? No. Does it have an off flavor in the meat? And on that note, no, they they won't eat it. Yes, they. Are. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Okay. So they shouldn't change any. Oh, my goodness, we've run out of time for today. So let's uh, begin to wrap up. Thanks to Al back. The recipes are on plantanswers.com. Yeah, you can get them there. We'll be back tomorrow with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas right here from Millburgers. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.